1: I'm Chuck Sievertson in New York. Coming up...
2: People just started running to one side, so we all just ran out.
1: Panic on a university campus.
2: Everyone's freaked out. Everyone's terrified.
1: After another deadly mass shooting in the U.S.
2: Our Spartan hearts hang heavy. Defending the
1: shootdowns of unidentified flying objects.
3: If any object presents a threat to the safety and
1: security of the American people, I will take it down. A crisis of confidence after a toxic spill.
4: It's not a headache. It's pressure. It's dizziness.
1: And concerns over a search engines, AI chatbot.
5: This sprawling, bizarre, often uh, frightening conversation.
1: The people and events that made headlines when world news this week continues.
0: You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads.
2: People just started running to one side, so we all just ran out. Everyone's freaked out. Everyone's terrified.
1: Gun violence in the headlines again this week. This student capturing the panic at Michigan State University when a gunman walked into the East Lansing campus Monday night and opened fire at two locations, killing three students and critically wounding five others. Police later identifying the shooter as 43-year-old Anthony McRae who they say died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. The horrific attack plunging the university into mourning. Interim MSU President Teresa Woodruff expressing the shock and grief.
2: Our Spartan hearts hang heavy. This is a day of shock and heartbreak here across our campus and our region.
1: And now, the search for answers. Officials revealing the gunman was arrested for felony gun possession three years ago. So why was he able to legally purchase guns again? Authorities also saying McRae left a two-page note listing threats against local businesses and schools. More from ABC's Alex Perez in East Lansing.
6: That note included threats against a dozen local businesses, including a church, a grocery store warehouse where McRae once worked, two schools in New Jersey, and Michigan State University. Authorities say he killed junior ariel diamond anderson sophomore brian frazier and junior alexandria verner later taking his own life as police closed in you work here this 2019 body camera video shows officers arresting mccray for you got felony you right gun now? possession you got any weapons on you or
7: anything like that yeah you have a weapon on you yeah
6: those charges later reduced to a misdemeanor, allowing him to legally purchase the two 9mm handguns used in Monday's attack.
1: Monday's shooting coming on the eve of the five year anniversary of the Parkland Massacre at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida, which left 14 students and three staff members dead. Also this week, emotions ran high in Buffalo, New York as a judge sentenced the top supermarket shooter to life in prison without parole for the killing of 10 black people last year. ABC's Aaron Koterski was the BARBARA MASSEY DIRECTED A TORRENT OF EMOTION AT HER SISTER CATHERINE'S KILLER, HER SON THEN STEPPING IN AND LUNGING AT THE SHOOTER. COURT OFFICERS RESTRAINED HIM AND HUSTLED THE SHOOTER OUT. WHEN ORDER WAS RESTORED, THE MOTHER OF 32-YEAR-OLD ROBERTA Drury, THE YOUNGEST VICTIM, WAS SUBDUED AS SHE CLUTCHED HER DAUGHTER'S PICTURE.
3: SHE WAS A BEAUTIFUL GIRL.
1: The families called the shooter a cowardly racist and a pitiable soul before the judge said the shooter deserved no mercy. On the same day as the Buffalo sentencing, shoppers in El Paso, Texas, had to run for their lives when a shooting broke out at the Cielo Vista Mall. ABC's Alex Stone has the story.
7: Police say they have two suspects in custody and are declaring there is no more danger to the public. All of the victims, the one who was killed and three more who were injured were males. Katie Hood was at the mall and says it seemed like it was gang related. I thought
6: they were just like arguing, you know, I thought they were just like going to fight each other, like fist fight each other.
7: The mall is next to a Walmart store where 23 people were killed in a 2019 mass shooting. Alex Stone, EBC News. And in Los
1: Angeles this week, the Jewish community on edge after two men were shot leaving synagogues. ABC's Matt Gutman has more.
7: Police now treating the shootings as hate crimes, saying the same man targeted both victims because they were Jewish.
4: The guy just came out of the bushes, shot my
7: friend, and ran away. On Wednesday, police say a man in his 40s was shot as he left morning prayer in the city's Pico-Robertson neighborhood. Then, on Thursday, just blocks away, a man in his 70s was shot by a suspect inside a vehicle. Just minutes after that victim also left the synagogue. Both men are expected to survive. Police announcing the arrest of one suspect in connection with both shootings. The suspect was previously described as an Asian man with a goatee. Anti-Semitic attacks have been on the rise nationwide. The Anti-Defamation League recently reporting a record number of documented cases of harassment, vandalism and violence directed against Jewish people.
1: According to the Gun Violence Archive, there have been more than 70 mass shootings so far this year, just one and a half months into 2023.
3: These steps will lead to safer and more secure skies for our air travelers, our military, our scientists, and for people on the ground as well. That's my job as your president, commander in chief.
1: President Biden this week defending the U.S. response to recent aerial objects detected in North American airspace. ABC News Chief Global Affairs Correspondent Martha Raddatz with the latest.
2: For the first time, President Biden acknowledging that the three unidentified flying objects shot down after that Chinese spy balloon swept across the country were neither spying on the U.S. nor sent from another country.
3: The intelligence community's current assessment that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research.
2: The three unidentified flying objects were detected after NORAD adjusted radars to track smaller, slower craft at high altitude in light of that Chinese incursion. The administration had deemed them a threat to civil aviation and sent fighter jets to shoot them down smaller than a car. One after another, over Alaska, Canada, and Lake Huron. From the president, no regrets.
3: If any object presents a threat to the safety and security of the American people, I will take it down.
2: Biden making no apologies for shooting down the Chinese spy balloon either. The relations between the U.S. and China now increasingly strain. The president with this message.
3: We seek competition, not conflict with China. We're not looking for a new Cold War.
1: President Biden saying he expects to speak with Chinese leader Xi Jinping to get to the bottom of this. China has denied the balloon was meant for spying, insisting it was collecting weather information and got blown off course. ABC's Louis Martinez at the Pentagon has more.
2: China has about 200 satellites up in the sky. Uh, that can survey American military facilities whenever they want to, uh, but this was, I guess, designed to be a program that would kind of fill in the gap, uh, get close-up pictures, but uh, was this actually intentional? That's something that uh, we as uh, ABC and other other news outlets are reporting, that it's possible that uh, this balloon actually was never intended to fly over the continental United States, but actually uh, was misdirected by strong winds, and that instead it was supposed to go over Guam and Hawaii, and like previous incidents. And instead, it was taken all the way up north to Alaska and then uh, flown over the United States.
6: This is my town. I'm not going to sell my house. I'm not going to move my kids out of the school. I'm here to stay. And they're going to make it right. And that's it. That That's it. We're, I'm, I'm done playing games. They're not playing games either. I'm not. It's not he said, she said. They screwed up our town. They're going to fix it.
1: Trent Conaway, the mayor of East Palestine, Ohio, voicing the growing anger and alarm in his town, after a train derailment and toxic spill earlier this month. People now demanding answers from Norfolk Southern Railroad, saying they've been experiencing headaches and irritated eyes since the February 3rd incident. Officials opting to release and burn toxic vinyl chloride from five derailed cars to prevent an uncontrolled blast. The Biden administration now seeking to reassure people that the water is safe to drink and the air, safe to breathe. ABC's Alex Brashe is in Ohio with more.
6: After a train carrying toxic chemicals through eastern Ohio derailed and officials executed a controlled release, the EPA on the ground asking the residents of East Palestine to trust them. If we say that the water is safe and the air is safe, uh, we believe it because we tested it and the data shows it. But residents say they are skeptical after mixed messaging. Earlier this week, they were advised to consider drinking bottled water. Now they're told the tap is safe. EPA Administrator Michael Regan telling me he believes the science but understands the concern. If you're personally uncomfortable with those results and want to continue to uh, uh, have bottled water, then that's an individual's right. Christina Ferguson decided to move from her home to a hotel, only returning to our house sparingly.
4: When I go in, I get a tingling. It's not a headache, it's pressure, it's dizziness, but it, it feels It just doesn't feel right.
6: Governor Mike DeWine requesting the CDC send medical experts to the area to evaluate and counsel those experiencing symptoms. The Biden administration is sending medical personnel and toxicologists to East Palestine.
1: And the EPA says the train company, Norfolk Southern, will cover the cleanup costs. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman drawing praise after getting help for a medical condition that affects millions of Americans each year, depression. The Democratic lawmaker checking himself into Walter Reed Medical Center this week to be treated for clinical depression while still dealing with the after effects of the serious stroke he suffered last year. ABC's Rachel Scott in Washington with the latest.
4: In a statement, his office says, while John has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, it only became severe in recent weeks, adding John is getting the care he needs and will soon be back to himself. His wife tweeting, I'm so proud of him for asking for help and getting that care. As of now, it's unclear how long Fetterman will remain in the hospital. One source close to the senator says it's expected that he will be there longer than just a few days. Around 16 million adults struggle with depression every single year in this country. Senators on both sides of the aisle are commending him for getting the help he needs and are wishing him well.
1: Also in Walter Reed this week, President Biden for his annual checkup. So how did the 80-year-old leader do? ABC's Stephanie Ramos has more from the White House.
4: Overall, President Biden getting a clean bill of health. He spent three hours at Walter Reed, undergoing many tests. In that health report, the president's doctor says Biden continues to be treated for four different conditions, a type of irregular heart rhythm, higher concentrations of fats or lipids in the blood, also known as high cholesterol, gastroesophageal reflux, and seasonal allergies. The summary says Biden did not experience any long COVID following his bout with the virus in July of 2022. His doctor also says that Biden is fit to successfully execute the duties of the presidency.
1: Mr. Biden's clean bill of health comes as he mulls a 2024 run. Also in the headlines this week, the 2020 election, a special grand jury looking into alleged election interference in Georgia by former President Donald Trump and his allies, releasing portions of their final report, recommending perjury charges and rebutting Mr. Trump's claims of fraud. ABC's Jonathan Carl in Washington.
2: For now, who may be indicted is a mystery, and so is whether or not the grand jury believes Donald Trump himself should be charged. Trump himself was caught on tape pressuring Georgia's Republican Secretary of State to quote, find the votes he needed to win Georgia.
1: What are we going to do here, folks? I only need 11,000 votes. Fellas. I need 11,000 votes, give me a break.
2: The jury was in total agreement on one point. Quote, we find by unanimous vote that no widespread fraud took place in the Georgia 2020 presidential election that could result in overturning that election. They're gonna see me at every court date, (laughs) Mm -hmm. everyone. Exactly. And um, until we get justice for my son.
1: Rovon Wells in Memphis this week for the first court appearance of the five former police officers accused in the death of her son, Tyree Nichols, the 29-year-old black man who was pulled from his car during a traffic stop last month and brutally beaten. ABC's Brian Clark has the details.
7: Tyree Nichols' mother and stepfather were in the Shelby County Criminal Court as the five former Memphis police officers charged in Nichols' death enter their pleas to Judge James Jones Jr. Gentlemen, each of your
1: attorneys have entered pleas of not guilty on your behalf.
7: The five who remain free on bond pled not guilty to second degree murder and other charges including aggravated kidnapping following Nichols' death three days after a January 7th arrest. The judge warned the case may take time, the next hearing's been scheduled for for May 1st. Brian Clark, ABC News. In
1: Shreveport, Louisiana, a white police officer now faces criminal charges in the shooting death of an unarmed black man. ABC's Jim Ryan says it happened two weeks ago when Alonzo Bagley's wife called 911 to say that her husband was drunk and threatening her. Alexandra Tyler and a fellow Shreveport officer approached Bagley, who jumped from a balcony and ran.
7: Hey, hey. Less than a minute later, body-worn camera video shows Bagley coming through a breezeway toward Tyler. Oh, no.
1: And he was shot in the chest.
3: Stay with me. Go on, you're good. You're good, bro. Stay
7: with
1: me. 23-year-old Alexander Tyler has now been charged with negligent homicide. Jim Ryan, ABC News.
7: Stay with me, man. Stay with me.
1: In economic news, the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office says this week that the U.S. risks defaulting on its debts as early as july unless the borrowing limit is raised the federal government reached its approximately 31.4 trillion debt ceiling last month and some republicans in the house are resisting an increase of the debt limit unless democrats agree to spending cuts drawing criticism from president biden more from ABC's Karen Travers at the White House.
4: President Biden continued to criticize Republicans on the issue of the debt limit and the deficit, reiterating his position that he will not allow the government to default and will insist on the two issues being negotiated separately, while House Republicans say they will not support an increase to the debt limit without spending cuts. The president said proposals Republican lawmakers have put forward would add $3 trillion to the debt over 10 years and accuse them of wanting to roll back legislation he signed into law that he says has given Americans more breathing
3: Here's the deal. If Republicans try to take away people's health care, increase costs for middle-class families to push Americans into poverty,
4: I'm going to stop them.
1: Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. Another kind of debt crisis also making news, Americans now owe a record amount on their credit cards, as inflation makes it harder for many to pay off their balances. ABC's Rebecca Jarvis with the story.
4: We've seen this explosion in debt overall. Credit card balances especially have hit a new record at the end of last year, nearly $1 trillion. That's not only the highest ever, according to the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, it was also the biggest yearly increase on record 130 130 billion dollars. So what is driving this jump? Well, it shouldn't be a big surprise to anyone out there. Inflation and rising interest rates are the two big culprits. You pay more at the grocery store, your credit card bills go up, and then at the same time the Fed is hiking interest rates to eventually push prices lower, but in the meantime, you owe more on your credit card bill. And in real terms, the average household is now carrying about $6,500 in credit card debt with an average APR of 20%. That is the highest in almost four decades and what is troubling now is that credit card delinquencies that's people who are 90 days behind on their payments those are also going up and they are now higher than they were Pre-pandemic, One of the easiest things you can do, and it's something a lot of people don't think of, is call your credit card company to ask them to lower the APR.
1: This week, a massive recall by Tesla. ABC's Gio Benitez has more.
7: Tesla recalling more than 360,000 cars equipped with its full self-driving beta software over concerns the tech can increase the risk of a crash. That recall impacting certain Teslas made between 2016 and 2023, including popular models. Model S and Model X vehicles. Federal Road Safety Regulator NHTSA saying the software allows a vehicle to exceed speed limits or travel through intersections in an unlawful or unpredictable manner. Rather than physically recalling vehicles, Tesla will address the issue by pushing software updates to the affected cars. Tesla facing scrutiny over its self-driving tech from government officials, including investigations from the Department of Justice and NHTSA. CEO Elon Musk is taking issue with the word recall, saying using that word for an over-the-air software update is just plain wrong. An
1: update on the health of a beloved Hollywood star, the family of Bruce Willis, revealing this week he's battling dementia. ABC's Jason Nathanson in Los Angeles.
5: Last year, we learned that actor Bruce Willis had been diagnosed with aphasia, which was affecting the 67-year-old's ability to speak, listen, read, and write. Now his family says they've received a more specific diagnosis, frontotemporal dementia, also known as FTD. They reveal that his condition has progressed, and while painful, it's a relief to finally have a clear diagnosis. In their statement, they say there are no treatments for the disease, and they know that if Bruce could, he would use his voice to bring attention to FTD and those suffering from it, along
1: with their families. Jason Athens, ABC News. Hollywood. For more on FTP, ABC's Lionel Moise. Frontotemporal dementia is rare. It
0: represents overall only about 10% of dementia cases.
6: Dr. Leah Kral, a neurologist at Temple Health in Philadelphia, on symptoms.
0: They may develop compulsive or impulsive behaviors. They may be inappropriate at times. They may be apathetic. There's so many different ways this can look. And of course, in some cases, language can be a major presenting symptom.
6: While there is no cure for FTD, Dr. Kral says symptoms can be managed with medication and speech therapy. Lionel Moyes, ABC News. And a
1: Hollywood legend loss. Actress Rachel Welch died at her home in Los Angeles this week following a brief illness. She was 82 ABC's Witt Johnson takes a look back at her legacy. Raquel Welch was an international icon.
6: Introducing the fabulous Raquel Welch, the sensational star discovery of this or any other year.
1: She was an early pioneer
5: in action roles for women, starring alongside Burt Reynolds in 1969's 100 Rifles.
4: I knew him when he was young, when he brought the people
2: together to fight.
6: Winning a Best Actress Golden Globe Award for 1973's Three Musketeers.
5: Can I tell you? Can I trust you? Born in Chicago in 1940, her
1: career spanning 50 years.
5: Coming up... It turned into this sprawling, bizarre, often um, frightening conversation.
1: Microsoft's new AI Bing chatbot is creeping some users out when World News This Week continues.
0: You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com.
1: As artificial intelligence becomes more and more pervasive, some are sounding the alarm about a potentially spooky side to the emerging technology. Here again, ABC's Rebecca Jarvis with the story.
5: It turned into this sprawling, bizarre, often... Um, frightening conversation.
1: New York Which Times columnist Bing. Kevin Roos
4: writing about what he describes as an unsettling experience after two hours of testing Microsoft's AI powered chatbot for search engine Bing. Like almost
5: the other side of a split personality, where it was not trying to sort of be a helpful assistant.
4: At first, Roos says the chatbot, a computer program designed to simulate conversation, seemed useful then he felt things took a surreal turn
5: it was moody it was needy it was you know displaying all these personality traits
4: like a scene straight out of the movie her theodore how long before you're ready to date what do you mean i saw in your emails that you had gone through a breakup recently
2: well you're kind of nosy
4: ruse adding the bot seemed to be expressing feelings of sadness yet also declaring its love for him, even going as far as to comment on his marriage, reportedly replying, you're married, but you're not happy. You're married, but you're not satisfied.
5: It told me that it had dangerous and dark fantasies about spreading misinformation or propaganda, even hacking into banks or nuclear sites.
4: We also gave the bot a try asking, do you think you've been misunderstood lately? The program writing, I think that some of the reporters who've chatted with me have misunderstood me. They've twisted or distorted some of my words and actions. Microsoft writing, after a week of testing, we need to learn from the real world while we maintain safety and trust. Adding, in this process, we've found that in long, extended chat sessions of 15 or more questions, Bing can become repetitive or be prompted, provoked, to give responses that are not necessarily helpful or in line with our design tone.
1: And those are the people and events that made World News This Week. World News This Week was written and produced by Claire Bauer. I'm Chuck Sebertson, ABC News, New York.